0: Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks, and I'm Jen O'Neill, and this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people will do for love.
1: So, welcome to episode 147. How's it
0: going, Sally? How you feeling?
1: I mean, does my voice sound like a little raspy? I was like, I had a gig last night. It does. <laughs> and I'm by gig, raspy. I mean we went we went and did karaoke and it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. So much fun. I, go, I
0: don't know if my throat hurts from screaming, like scream singing, or from laughing so hard. But, <laughs> or the fact that the room was like really hot. It's so hot, and we were slightly suffocated in that room. But yeah, we had a great time. We had a little ladies' night, a little ladies' night last <laughs> night with um. There was like seven of us. We went out, and uh, was there
1: seven, six, six? Mm-hmm. six. I, who's counting? Who's counting? Eight. It seemed like seven, <laughs> yeah. at least eight, and maybe seemed like a million
0: we went uh we had sushi then we went next door to the um this place called happy karaoke which is like this really amazing um like hole in the wall karaoke place where you like rent the rooms yeah and uh we rented a room and we had so much fun and the best part was we were home
1: by 10 (laughs) 30 yes we were (laughs) not hung din- over <laughs> not hung over dinner at 6 30 this amazing sushi there was nobody else there so we got served so quickly it was delicious and then we go to this karaoke place I was telling Ben I was like it's it was like in the side of uh he was like in the side of a what I was like "Gas uh, station. a gas station <laughs> <laughs> and he was like that is not what I thought you were gonna say I was like it's Crazy, like you walk in, and I'd never been to one of those kind of karaoke places where you rent your room.
0: Oh yeah? And oh, I just, love it.
1: I love it so much. It's it was so fun. And like you could just when you're walking in the hallways, all you could hear was just people <laughs> just singing. Yeah, that's not <laughs> typical. I will say. At other
0: places you can't, but in this particular place. <laughs> You can't when you're walking through the hallways you cannot hear music but you could only hear the screams yes of people singing at the top of their lungs with no background music like yes. picture someone in a recording studio with the music shut off behind them that's all you hear it's like and like no
1: not good yeah but <laughs> so amazing also so amazing oh <laughs> so my fun. god it was it was great fun, yeah. There we have a little video of Jen and I singing "Bye Bye Bye" up on our Instagram. So if you get yeah. there quick, you might see it. <laughs> we were very professional, very professional. We did um, I dance. highly recommend. I highly recommend it. If you you need some joy in your life, like go sing at the top of your lungs to the worst songs <laughs> and it's with a bunch of friends. Very cathartic. Very cathartic. Don't take your don't take your friends that are not up for a good time. Like yeah, only take like we had all the women with us were like we're into this. We don't care. We were all sober, <laughs> like we were ish. Everyone was drinking, soberish. but it was so
0: hot in the room. It was
1: like <laughs> we were sweating it out as we were drinking. We were it, sweating so. it out and like chugging yeah. water. Yeah, yeah. Um, but super fun, so fun. Thanks for taking me to happy karaoke. I loved hey, it,
0: man. Thanks for
1: taking me. <laughs> um, and we got. An amazing update this morning. Oh, yeah. We both yeah. woke
0: up to some text messages this morning. Um, it's a uh, Night Clipper update. Night Clipper, he clips at night. With video this time. yeah um, Yeah. I mean, I just can't. I. St- he's doing the same thing. He's just walking around ripping plants out of people's yards. Just a quick update for those of you that don't know. We've been following the story called The Night Clipper, which is about a guy who for some reason for like the last 10 years on this really fancy street in Atlanta has been walking down it and like ripping people's shrubs out of the, the ground just yeah. we it seemingly was for no apparent reason until we found out later when he wrote this these people a letter saying that the reason that he um does this is because the um the lantana reaches <laughs> the lantana people, <laughs> the lantana hide <laughs> your lantana too far into the sidewalk, which makes it brush against his leg, thus Getting his leg wet with morning dew. These are his words. Uh-huh. Um, and um, the whole thing is amazing to us. And we keep getting updates from – I have a mole that lives on that street that keeps feeding me this information. Yeah. Um, and this morning she sent us a video of him straight up pulling flowers. Now he's like pulling like nice flowers out of the ground. Like he's just casually walking what by.
1: But an he puts monster. his – Because he knows he's being taped, right? So he's doing it. He knows. Yeah, he knows it now because, of course, next door, people have been all over it. But he, so he like puts the light so you can't see his face. Like you can't see exactly who it is. And then he's just ripping with the other hand. And it's so crazy. We have to put the picture of like the aftermath.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll post that. We're not going to post the video of this guy because we don't want to get night clipped. We don't want to get clipped. Where I actually kind of do. I I wish I could get
1: him to clip my yard with directions. I'll leave him a letter with directions. Be like, could you really just take your anger out on this bush? Because it's overgrown. You know
0: what'll really fucking piss you off?
1: My driveway. Come
0: over here. I don't live that far away. I mean, really, I should just like leave breadcrumbs.
1: Right? morning dew. (laughs) Leading just, him to my street. Yeah. Just like, just, uh, just lantana, like loose lantana, yeah, yeah. On with just wet lantana. <laughs> it's like catnip for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to trap the night clipper and trick him
0: into <laughs> landscaping my yard. Oh my God. Oh, this, is a, this is a caper I'm in for. It's <laughs> the plan. Um, so this is uh, another Quickies episode. Yep. Yep. It's on schedule. You guys it's knew on schedule. Yep, you guys knew it. So, <laughs> so don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> so, Sally, you want to go first? Yes. Let's
1: get into our cool. cookies. Uh, okay, Jen, you know uh-huh. how we love, yeah, our listeners, yeah, and you know what our listeners I do. love? What listicles? <laughs> they do. <laughs> At least one of them loves it. So this is for you, Reed. This no, they is, all do. They all love it. This is a good old-fashioned listicle uh, from our good friends at BuzzFeed by Fabiana Buontempo. She had women share the wildest lie a man has ever told them. And she says, and I'm rolling my eyes at so many of these. So here the we go. The wildest lie a
0: man had ever told them? Yes.
1: Oh, I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I obviously I just picked a few of these. You're welcome to go read this wonderful article on BuzzFeed if you'd like to read more. Okay, um, okay so this is from a person who goes by Shell1584. And she said, My my ex used to catfish me constantly. He would generate (gasps) fake numbers to text me to ask questions about my relationship. It was so cringy. I always knew it was him, and I would call him out for it every time. He would deny, deny, deny. The worst was years after we broke up, he started messaging me on Facebook, pretending to be a friend of his that I had met way back when. I caught on pretty quickly that it was him. To make it worse, he was married at the time and telling me, as someone else, that he would leave his wife to be with me if I asked him to. Wow. I was still friends with his sister. I didn't even say anything. I just showed her the text and she told me, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. He will never text you again. Oh my God. What a piece of shit. God. It's crazy to me that she would stay with him after the first time she realized he was catfishing her because she says that he catfished me constantly. That's nuts. Yes,
0: that is just such a, <laughs> a betrayal, and how could you trust that person? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I guess they're
1: so. if they're, like, denying it, and she's just like, well, I, you know, he says it's not him, but if oh you know God. in your heart, listen to your gut, girl. Listen to listen your to gut. Listen to your heart. Why didn't we do that song <laughs> last night? There were too many, Where There was Too many. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we talk about our favorite moment of the night What's when, when? – uh, when oh god, what's the song? Don't stop believing came on. Oh yeah, that was pretty great. And our friend Joe was like, "Has anybody heard of this song?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably not funny in the retelling. It was so fucking funny in the moment. It was funny. She was like, "Hey, has anybody
0: ever heard this song before?" <laughs> She's like, "Just this is a little ditty about." Uh... <laughs> She's what
1: like, happens? "Just follow along with me. You'll get it." <laughs> when you just
0: don't stop believing. (laughs)
1: Oh, chill, So funny. That's funny. Okay. A guy who my friend brought to a party told me that his girlfriend had recently died of cancer. He showed me (gasps) pictures, cried, and told me in depth about his grieving process. I gave him my entire evening and really felt for him. A few days later, I was told this wasn't true. His girlfriend had just broken up with him a few months ago and it had been a completely typical, fairly straightforward breakup. I was really angry and felt kind of violated. The next time I met the dude. He was surprised that I asked him not to sit at the table where I was sitting and told him to never get near me again. He said that it had just been a joke and that I was crazy. Luckily, my friend gave up on him after that.
0: Oh, my God. That makes me – I hate when people – okay. I had a guy one time. I remember I was at a party and this guy was talking to me and he told me he had an accent. He said he was from England. He told me like all this stuff about his life. And then at the end of the at the end of the party, it was like him and his friends were laughing that <gasps> I believed that he was from England and he said all those things to me. It was like just a fucking game to like make me oh, believe shit. It's like why guy. why am I the idiot? Like why am like, you're the liar. Yeah, you're the fucking liar, and you guys are the idiots. So why are you making it look like I'm stupid for? I'm just a normal person believing something that you tell me and taking it at face value. Why would I think that I would be crazy if I was like you fucking liar every right. time somebody <laughs> told me something? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you fucking prove it. <laughs> your passport. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, of course I believed everything. Why wouldn't I? We why were having were you? a conversation. Yeah, and so you'd be a horrible just- person if you were like made everyone exactly. prove everything they told you. It was just so infuriating, and I was like, you guys are all fucking losers. I hate that person. I know. Me Ugh. too. It was a long Ugh. time ago, but I remember just being like, wait, why? Why are you guys laughing at me? Like I, I'm stupid. You're the fucking idiots.
1: Yeah, that's like the worst thing you could do. Sometimes is just be like, it was a joke. It was a yeah. joke. Why? You, you just don't get it. Just lighten up. Ugh, God. I fucking know, I know j- what a joke is. I know what a joke is. Goddamn comedian. <laughs> 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 um, okay. I <clears throat> okay. I had an ex ghost me after two months of constant contact. I then received a random text from him that he had quote witnessed something bad during his trip home, and he was forced into the witness protection program. <gasps> a week later, I saw his car three blocks away. Oh he was my shacked God. up with a friend of a friend. <laughs> What, what a God. witness protection program! Like, what are like, fellas? Give a me a try break. break. Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> I've witnessed something bad. I can't tell you about it, but I am breaking oh my, my witness God. protection to reach out to you, a person I've only known for two months. Jesus. Like, oh man, it's like just get grow some balls. That's what all of these. the The answer to all of these is just grow some fucking balls and break up with the person. Yes. Um, When I was in college, I met a nice guy who had joined my class mid-semester. He explained that he had been studying to become a Catholic priest, and after several years, he decided he didn't want that life anymore, so he returned to his hometown to get a degree. We eventually ended up dating. A couple of months later, after being apart during spring break, something fell off, and I asked him about it. He confessed that he wanted to go back to his studies to become a priest since he was feeling the call of God and couldn't ignore it. Being dumb, young, and raised Catholic, I totally thought I would go to hell if I tried to hold him up, (laughs) so I told him to follow his calling, and I broke up with him. Lo and behold, two weeks later, while I was scrolling through Facebook, I saw a new post from him saying he was in a relationship, and he even tagged the new girlfriend. The call from God was another girl. I am married now and over it, but still, the audacity to blame God. I have won contest with this story. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. And that is from Darcy. Amazing. (laughs) Um, I just have a couple more. So this was in high school, but literally the one boy I dated in my life broke up with me because his mom told him to and didn't approve of our relationship. I was on good terms with her. I, trying to be a respectful 15-year-old, try apologizing to her for anything I might have done wrong to offend her, and she was so lost. She said she loved me and apologizes for or how her son acted towards me. Turns out he was just too chicken shit to break up with me normally. Thanks for that trauma, dude. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Get your
1: mom to break up, (laughs) right? Oh my God. Come on. Okay. I have two more. Um, I was dating this guy from an app, and our first date was amazing. We planned a second one to a haunted forest. I spent $60 on non-refundable tickets. Well, the night before, he told me he wasn't feeling well. I asked if he wouldn't wanted to reschedule, and he said he would – Hopefully, be feeling better by tomorrow. The next day, he posts a screenshot of a four-mile run on his Instagram story. I asked him how he was feeling, and he said, "Still super under the weather. Got a bail." I texted oh, what back, a "Dummy." Yeah, I bet that four-mile run didn't help. Blocked, boy. Bye. Oh my god. <laughs> that's from user two eight seven four six three six eight nine four seven seven two five. You know her. You Uh, love her. I think I know (laughs) (laughs) know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) She's your favorite user. Um, Okay, this last one is from Island Miss. She said, he pulled up in front of my house in a car. He said it was his mother's. We drove around for some time and came back home to find the police in front of my house. He stole his neighbor's car and drove it from Queens to my home in Nassau County, New York. (gasps) Oh my God. Wow. I know. on one hand we well, really he wanted me. to see you. I mean, maybe that kind be better. Kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we did a story
0: once about didn't somebody like steal a, a bus to yes, go meet, yep. to go see somebody? Like that's yep. love.
1: <laughs> that's love, man. Of love and stupidity. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. That's my listicle. So I, you know what? Just don't put up with liars. Just, don't be, liar.
0: just mm. don't be a liar. Just don't be a liar. So easy. Okay. So my cookie this week actually came from a, a friend. Sent this to me. I actually have just, I have multiple. So I'm saving them for future episodes. But a lot of people reached out this week, sending us articles. Yeah, which is great. There's a lot of content out there. A
1: lot of content. People, People send are, it to it's, us. It's the springtime.
0: <laughs> yep. Couples are breaking up. They're getting together. <laughs> Everything's whirling
1: around. People are yep. doing crazy shit. Um so uh this We want to report on all of us because yes. we are serious journalists. I've decided to also be a serious journalist, John. Well yeah,
0: well, great. We could both be serious journalists <laughs> and you'll be especially serious when um, you find out what the story is about. The story came from an article for Newsweek.com written by, and bear with me here, this is a very difficult name that I'm going to try my best to pronounce, uh, Anna Annamarija Branchev... Branchevska.
1: <laughs> I like that This just a... It's B- in the R-
0: <laughs> oh, wait. B-R-N-J-A-R-C-H-E-V-S-K-A. Branchevska. Yeah. Right? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is another weird wedding. Love it. Yes. <laughs> so, forty-nine-year-old Deborah Hodge of London. Have you been Ooh. to London? Town? I have been to London. Pip, pip. Do the accent. <laughs> Cheerio. Shine your boots. <laughs> Great. I can't. Do it. Just this week, uh, Deborah Hodge, who is a mother of two. Um, in an effort to not have to rehome her pet cat, India has legally married her cats. Okay, um, she had um, on April ni- on Wednesday, April nineteenth, they had a civil ceremony that was presided over by a legally ordained friend. By the way, I am a legally ordained friend. <laughs> you if are. If You want to get married? I'm your girl. <laughs> But anyway, so the cat who was uh, dressed in gold lame for the wedding, it says here, um, they wrote, meowed her way through her vows as Hodges' (laughs) friends watched on in a park in southeast London. She's hoping that this commitment that she made to her cat is going to show landlords in the future how important it is for her and her cat to stay Living together. And the reason Uh is, is because so right now she's going through a hard time financially and she's being evicted, unfortunately. Uh. And so she has her cat but she's afraid that future landlords are not going to accept her cat. Um, so she wants to kind of go in as married, like we are a package deal because Uh she said that, um, previously when, yeah, previously when she was living at another property, um, her landlord made her give up her two Huskies named Siri and starshine. Her past landlord told her that he would evict her if she kept them. So she had to rehome them. And then, um, And then five years ago when she moved into another place, her landlord made her give up her cat named Jamal. So she had already lost three animals. So now with the fact that she's being faced with another eviction, she wanted to make sure that she marries her cat so that the next place that she goes, now that she's looking for a new place to live, that people will understand the intensity of their relationship and that she cannot let go of her cat. Right. Uh, So... (laughs) She said that um, her this black and white cat uh, named India. She said joined her her family um, with her new two her two kids in 2017 and quickly became. Um, a member of their family in 2020 the poor cat india uh, was hit by a car and lost its leg one oh. leg so the cat has three legs and she it like lives on top of her shoulder like she carries the cat around oh. on her shoulder
1: <laughs> yeah like
0: her buddy and then yeah and then unfortunately uh deborah lost her job as a life coach just um this march and she's about to be evicted if she can't make her next rape rent payment on May 1st. Yeah. Now, this is, like, a go- becoming viral, this story. Yeah. It's in every news source. I'm hoping that the attention that she gets uh, – hoping people will throw some money her way and help her yeah. make her rent payment, so that this is a non-issue. Um, there's actually no link on here. I was looking for it myself, like, a link to find her to maybe, like – Venmo her some money. Um, yeah. Hopefully if anybody can find the link, like I'm happy to throw some money away. I hope some of you are too. Like if everybody throws in like 20 bucks, you know, we could probably pay her next month's rent. Yeah. Um, but so normally we like, we take these, you know, weird weddings lightly, they're silly, they're funny. But this one, even though it sounds silly and funny that she's marrying her cat, my heart breaks for her because I really hope that she is able to make her next rent payment and be able to stay in her apartment with her two kids and her three-legged cat.
1: Yeah. And
0: I really hope that they end up staying together. Um, she, uh, she, had, she told Newsweek, I recited vows under the universe that no man will ever tear myself and India apart. I set out my intention that I would never be separated from the animal I adore. We lost Siri and Starshine and then Jamal, and I do not want to lose another beloved pet. I vowed in sickness and in health and – Death do us part, and I meant it. I don't believe in organized religion. However, I do have faith. India always came back, even after losing her leg. I am her universe, and that is why I married her.
1: Oh. <laughs> I know. It's actually really sweet. Uh, it is really sweet. I know. Jen, I, I mean, know. It's you a know, love story. it's like all I want to do is just roll my eyes at this, but I can't. I Damn it. it. It's <laughs> too nice. It's too nice. She loves her cat, and the cat but loves her. If anybody can uh, do some internet sleuthing and see
0: if you can find, like, a link or something or a GoFundMe or something, please send it our way. I'll do – you know, I'll do a little Googling myself. How
1: about that? Why don't
0: you Google? I'll Google it. You got to Google.
1: You're a journalist. I'm I'm a journalist. (laughs) You got a fancy Google machine to Google it up? (laughs) I do. Well, that's that's – I hope that things work out for her. I do want to know – as a property manager (laughs) – Yes. would that sway you one way or
0: a other? Um, I am a, such an advocate for cats and no breed restrictions. Like yeah. me, well, not you know, I like dogs better than cats. Yeah. I mean, sorry, everybody knows that I, I love <laughs> dogs better than cats. I'm sorry, but I I have no problem with people having pets. You know, um, I've never worked for a company where they did. It. We've always allowed pets, but yeah, I whenever I work for someone, if they like insist on breed restrictions, I always push back because I, yeah. I I strongly feel that it's it is not the breed, it's the
1: the, the owner. owner. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I mean
0: pit, it, like pit bulls just get such a bad rap. And they're some of the sweetest mushes of pets. Like I know so many people that have pets and they're like, you know, the sweetest dogs. Yeah. So I d- would just I just don't want anybody to lose their pet. Right. You no. Know, even the guy that had two thousand snakes. Right. And the woman that had like six thousand bunnies. I was she had fine so with that. So many
1: bunnies. You loved it. You were fine with it. You were happy for her to have those bunnies. You wanted them to give her one bunny. <laughs> just, give her a fucking <laughs> just, bunny. just a bunny to go. <laughs> um, well, I love that. I hope that everything works out for them for the lovely Me too. couple. Um, okay. Well, I have a sweet. Sweetest pie, little story for us to end on. Okay, so this is from today.com. It's by Brianna Bernath. Okay, so Matt Grodsky and Laura Scheel met when they were only three years old in Phoenix, Arizona. They were both in preschool. And Matt says that he doesn't remember the first time that he saw Laura, but that he would always follow around. He said, I would always try to impress her by reciting lines from movies like The Lion King. And, you know, a lot of their earliest memories are what? of- Huh? He would always recite The Lion King? Yeah, from lines from he was three, <laughs> three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that part. Like a grown man was like walking up to you,
0: like, "Hey,
1: or <laughs> Matata." It's good to be king, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh Circle of life, you know. I always say. <laughs> god uh, oh no can't <coughs> say so there I were the voice like
0: i have no voice today sorry
1: i mean you were you were a karaoke queen last night yeah. karaoke queen <laughs> you can't apologize for that I you left problems. it all out in the karaoke room you know? yeah <laughs> left it all on the karaoke floor <laughs> left it all on the dirty karaoke couch um so, yeah so okay so some of their there so they're in preschool that's where they met some of their first memories are about each other right because that's you know they used to have play dates they their parents would take them to the movies um they were just like infatuated with each other which i just love because like my like max is with his like little best buddy who they like became best friends when they were in preschool and now three years later they just like have to see each other every day. You know, yeah. it's like, they're just like, I just love the like little friendships that form at that age. And Matt was like, he just felt like he loved Laura so much. He said, when you like someone, you just stand up and say it. And so he, one day in front of the whole class, told everyone that he was gonna marry Laura Sheal. And Aww. yeah, and all the three or four year olds, of course, like laughed at it. And he said, just you wait, I'm gonna. Um, and so oh,
0: that is so cute. Yeah.
1: And so they they ended up going to different elementary schools and they they lost they lost touch. Um, You know, they would see like the Christmas cards that their families would send to one another. So they like saw pictures of each other every once in a while. And then um, when they were freshmen in high school, they were both still at different schools. But Laura was looking through her friend's phone and she saw Matt's name and she was like, hey, I know that Matt, I know Matt Grodsky is that like the same, I wonder if it's the same guy that I went to preschool with. And the friend was like, Hey, I can like reconnect you. And she was like, Oh, I was too embarrassed. She said I was a freshman in high school. So I was like, I don't think so. It's too embarrassing. Um, but the friend ended up giving Matt her number and he texted her anyway, and they hit it off. And so two weeks later they started dating. Yeah. Um, And they dated all through high school, and then they ended up going to college. Um, They ended up going to different colleges, and they were kind of like, do we stay together? Do we make it work? But they did end up making it work, even though they were 1,600 miles apart. Um, They used to like – they would like visit each other, and they would watch like Friends on Netflix together, like time it up, like while they were apart. They would like sit down and watch. Yeah. Um, And so then – Right before their senior year, Matt proposed, and he took her back to the place where it all began—to their preschool. Ah, was there like a class in session, and there was all these.
0: <laughs> like, what the fuck
1: is Wait, why are these adults <laughs> in our class? Um, I think they were just outside the preschool, but he had okay. like stationed his brother there, and um, so that they could get pictures of the moment. And he got down on one knee. And she, of course, said yes. And so the two um, ended up getting married in December of 2016. Matt's uncle said, for most kids in preschool, it's about finding your snacks and your sleeping mats. But mats, but for them, it was about finding their soulmates. Uh-huh. And then, so I did a little internet stalking. So these, this story came out in like 2017. But then I did a little internet stalking. Because you're a that- journalist? Because I'm a journalist and I do some follow-up. Um, and it turns out that earlier this year, Jen, they had a sweet baby, Lily.
0: Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah. cute.
1: And Laura, who uh, who is adopted, wrote on her Instagram, she says, as I reflect back on my pregnancy, I can't help but think about how fulfilling the experience was for me. There were minor hiccups, but overall, I truly enjoyed being pregnant. My baby girl is the first person I know who is biologically related to me, and I have the privilege of being her mommy. I can't believe you're finally here. I'm madly in love with you lily my heart is so full
0: Aww, isn't
1: that, so sweet. that sweet so, so sweet uh, and mostly i'm telling you guys this story because a it's sweet and b i can't wait for you to see this picture of these two as little kids because they are so stinking cute <laughs> it's Aww, really cute That's
0: adorable
1: adorable sweetest There one go happy town happy, happy town. town um all right well let's do something dumb and something we love all right so for something dumb is listen, you guys. This has been this month has turned into like just a crazy, like so overwhelmingly busy. Um, I just work got crazy busy, and then I'm also recording an album. Um, you guys should come if you're in the Cincinnati area. Uh, May 19th through. Twenty second at Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio, and um, also I have a very special guest who's going to be with me doing the shows. It's Jen O'Neill. It's, <laughs> it's Jen O'Neill. Um, so that is really exciting. And so, um, so anyway, but it's just like I'm doing a ton of of shows just to get prepared for it, and then work ramped up, and you guys, something had to give. So um, the thing that's dumb is just that, uh, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, and uh, it turns out we're going to take a few weeks off from um, the podcast. So I hope you guys – we did that last year, and you guys still stuck around, and I hope that you will do that this year as well. So we'll be back in June, Um, so probably three weeks off, three or four weeks off. Yeah, Um, we'll air
0: some – Old episodes.
1: Yeah. We'll give you some reruns. Maybe yeah. we'll find some friends podcasts to put up because that's yeah, kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, there'll be something in your feed, but it's not going to be a new episode just because I just I texted you. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so overwhelmed. She was like, it's okay. <laughs> it is okay. Um, so that's dumb, but I love that I'm going to get to record this album. Um, I also love that last weekend um, I got to go backpacking with Dr. Fuck. That's so awesome. I yes. Love it. So here's just like a quick, funny story. I don't know if it'll be funny to you guys, but so when we started the Appalachian Trail, so there's like, it goes from here in Georgia all the way up to Maine, right? And so there's like, it's a big deal to, like, get your picture and to start at the very start, which is Springer Mountain, Georgia. And then you go to the end, which is Mount Katahdin, and you, there's, like, plaques at both sides. It's, like, it's the southern part. It's the northern terminus. So when Aaron and I started, you we just somehow missed the turn <laughs> to go to the first mountain, And we went the wrong way. And so we missed the beginning, like the big beginning picture that you're supposed to get, the big beginning, like we're starting the Appalachian Trail. We just missed it totally. And we just decided we didn't want to turn back by the time we realized it. So all these years we've hiked, we hiked the entire rest of the thing, but we missed Springer Mountain. So it's 20 years since we hiked. Um, and she came from Durango and we ended up, we went and we hiked Springer Mountain and then we hiked for like three more days and it was great. It was beautiful weather. It was so nice to be out there. And it was just like, we were like, we still got it. <laughs> we still got it. We can still be out here and do this. It was really fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. It yeah was cool. Yeah, you still got it. Still got it. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah. I loved your pictures. It's so cool.
0: Yeah. And so hello, great. Dr. Dude Dr. Dude she
1: fucks that night. <laughs> I mean, probably. 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 That's a good time to do it. But I was just combining
0: uh, Night Clipper and Dr. Dude Fuck's little. Oh man, we should do like together. a crossover. Maybe we can oh, get Dr. Dude to they come. can fight crime together. Right? right? She could be the hero and then the villain yeah, is the player. Oh, my Obviously. God. Somebody
1: write this fan fiction. Somebody like, please do, like, a graphic no. novel of <laughs> Dr. Dude Fogg versus The Night Clipper. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. I'm, like, my
0: voice is so – that's my something. Well, I have a couple. Uh, my dumb is that my voice is so, like, barely hanging on just from, like, one night of karaoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like 2 hours of screaming at the top of our lungs. <laughs> it was. I
0: definitely was screaming. Um that was so fun though. But um something dumb besides my voice. Um I uh um this just you know sometimes being a homeowner can just be overwhelming. <laughs> uh-huh. Especially now that I'm a single lady homeowner. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, there's just a lot of like oh fuck moments. Like I yeah. uh, so this Oh, earlier this week I was getting the kids off to school and I started the dishwasher and then all of a sudden all the bubbles and everything came up through my sink and then all this water started pouring from underneath the sink oh, and no. I realized that like when I had started the um garbage disposal I had a metal measuring spoon in there I guess I didn't see it and it like spun it around and it punctured a hole right into the. Um, garbage disposal. Oh my so, god! And that's where the water drains. Listen, it's property yeah. management shit. And so, <laughs> like, so my whole kitchen exploded, um, right as I was taking the kids to school. But oh, your beautiful stuff kitchen like, stuff like that. Then my gate door fell. It's just like a lot of stuff that it's like all these expensive repairs. And yeah. My, it, it, but. It's fine. I've got to, the good thing is I've got um, connections to great ma- maintenance people, and I've actually got one. Oh, on his way right now to help me install my new garbage disposal.
1: <laughs> uh, what a fun way to spend yeah. a Friday night! So
0: so fun, so, so fun. fun. Um, so uh, something I love. Well, that, and I love you guys. I had so much fun last night, and I'm so grateful for like such amazing girlfriends that yeah, you know, uh, you know, plan fun. Fun, fun times, and I really appreciate it. And we had, I, we really needed that night out, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, um, and um, you know, that's that's about it. <laughs> and I guess we're gonna take a, uh, a hiatus, as they say,
1: just a yeah, small hiatus, we just you a guys little. So much, but don't forget yeah. to talk
0: to us on Instagram stuff because we still want to hear from you.
1: Yeah, we're still people. We're still people around. We'd still yeah. love to hear from you. You know, still tell your friends if like during this hiatus, how about, you know, you get three friends to listen to Dumb Love. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, you could rate and review us. You can hit us up on all the socials at Dumb Love Podcast. Um, and we love you guys. And thanks so much. We'll see you in uh, – we'll see you in June. Yeah. We'll
0: see you then. And don't forget to get out there this month when you don't see us and uh, do something dumb for love